Welcome to Live Laugh Talks, his and hers with Miko. Miko, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. Doing great tonight. How are you? Oh, I'm doing better. I got my voice back finally. I know you were happy that I couldn't speak on the last one. You could <laughs> take over, <laughs> but it is back now. So I get to chime in every now and then. And, and I know our audience, they have been uh, stating that they, they really like the show and they like the fact of, of uh, both of us doing this together. And we're getting the male and female perspective. And um, what I love about it is we don't always have to be on the opposite sides because, you know, just because we're male and female, I mean, we got to think different. And so we've, we've seen that with these different shows and getting very positive feedback. It's just something that should have happened a long time ago. So we're going to jump on in here, folks. We've got the subject of child support. So get ready, men and women, because we've got a sensitive subject. And it's one that's a necessity. It's a, it's a necessary subject. So I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, shut my mouth and Miko lead it off. Where are we going with this one, uh, Miko? Take, take us where we're going to go. <laughs> well, this is nice and easy. We're going to just ask a simple question. First question is, do you think child support should be mandatory? Yes or no? And why? Yes, no, and why? So, do I get the answer first, or are you going to jump in there? Which one of us is going to answer the question? You okay. want me to do it? No, I can answer you first. Um, okay. okay. So, it, I mean, it's really a two-part answer because you can go either way with it. I will say that, you know, on some instances, you might say, yes, child support should be mandatory um, to make sure that um, the child is pretty much receiving financial support from both parents. You don't have to worry yeah. about, you know, if the child is going to get it or not. And then mm. on the other hand, I would say no. Um, and this is the main reason I would, I would, I would say no. That's my main answer because it's different. Every, every situation is different. So mm. you might have parents that um, maybe the, the parent is sympathetic with the other parent about their income and they don't want to dig into their income and they come to an understanding with each other as to either the parent is going to pay them child support on their own and they set up their own amount or the parent is mm -hmm. just, or the other parent is just going to um, support the child, not necessarily what they check, but the child needs school clothes with the child, you know, a pair of shoes or if the child, you know, needs school supplies or something like that, that that parent would step up and get those things at that time, because maybe that's all they can actually do. And mm. then there's also, um, maybe the parent just doesn't feel like they need the support or want to be bothered with the other parent. You know, maybe they feel like if pay me child support, then I got to worry about, how often I got to let you see the child or, um, or, um, how much time you got to spend in the child's life. And then you never know if there is, because when you pay child support, there is the custody issue that goes along with that. So mm -hmm. with the custody issue, you don't know what kind of relationship the parents have with each other and with the child. So I've seen some right. instances where it might be some abuse going on, sexual or physical, and the parent don't want to be bothered because of that. So they, mm. they'd rather figure it out on their own than to get the support. Okay. Well, let's, 
I mean, that's that's a lot. That's a lot to think about. When I think about child support, and, I, and I'll be honest, I, I come from a family that don't divorce. Um, and I come from a family that... So, so these issues are not something that's family-oriented, but with me stopping and thinking about this whole subject, I guess I feel a little bit different, and I hate for Big Brother to get involved. Uh-huh. But I feel like when, just like with a divorce, uh, with a marriage, with a marriage, it's a legal contract. You got to go down there, you got to file your paperwork, you got to say that. Other than with a divorce, you've got to do the same. Right. Unfortunately, the law is not there when individuals are uh, just doing the deed that married people do without that paperwork, <laughs> uh-huh. which causes children. So now that we've got children that might be uh, born out of wedlock, uh-huh. what should we be doing with, with you know, their care? Uh, all these subjects you just brought up could be, you know, handled if the parents are in wedlock, but if they're out of wedlock, then there may not even be co-parenting. There may not even be other. The, the person may be like, ah, no, nah, I don't want nothing to do. You know, mm-hmm. there was a one night stand. Whatever, all this other stuff comes into play. <laughs> and the reason why I feel like it should be mandatory is because of that. Because we just live in a society that nobody want to play by the rules, mm-hmm. and and everybody want to have fun, but nobody want to have responsibility at the end of that fun, and. We just got too many children out here that's lost. They don't have one parent or the other because everybody's, you know, out here doing married people's things without being married. And then the child's the result. And I just feel in no way should they suffer Uh because of that. So because, you know, one parent may feel like they don't want to even have a responsibility at all because it was just a fling or, you know, uh, or a sad piece or whatever they want to call it. Mm-hmm. We need, we got to protect the children. So I, I feel mandatory. So if you're the father, or you, you know, and we've got the blood test and we've got everything to prove it, then you've got to pay a certain amount because we can't necessarily trust somebody to say, well, you know what? Now, we could, like you mentioned, if they was a married couple, we could sit there and, and they know each other. They, you know, they, they're close. And they could say, okay, well, I, you know, I really don't want, you know, uh, you could say, hey, I don't want James to be paying this much. James don't make that much. So mm-hmm. I, I just want, you know, James said he'll pay me X dollars a week and I believe him. And mm-hmm. and then the law back up. Okay, we might be, but if Miko and James just got together on a one night stand, they never knew each other before. <laughs> You know, they, they can't work out an agreement like that because they just don't know each other that well. And then I think that's where the government, across the board, whether you've been married or whatever, has to just step in and say, okay, no, if you're the father, you're the mother, there's got to be something paid because otherwise, if we try to do a gentleman's agreement, as they call it, then it just might not work out. And then the, the child mm-hmm. I mean, tell me what you think. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm throwing words out here i mean it sounds good so i would i would say okay so i guess it would be in a situation where if she didn't want if let's just say it was mandatory so i guess the best way to 
um, fix that situation would be, okay, well, you give me what the court say you can give me, but if you really can't afford this, then I'll, on my own, give you such and such back. That would be, you know, if, if they had that agreement that way, you know, I get what you're saying. So, like, if it was mandatory, they still could agree on their own. Okay, well, the court still said you got to give me this, but it's amongst us, you know, between just the two of us that I will give you this amount back so that you can do what you got to do. And that that's, that works. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I could go with that. I yeah, mean, that, that, that could works. be between the two parties. Like you said, that'll you be know. between the two of them. And the court system has already done what they needed to do. So we did our part. Yes. That's up to y'all to work the extra stuff out. So now they're satisfied. The court's satisfied, and then the two people are satisfied, and then it could work, you know, work all the way. Right, right. Um, and, and and then you know, again, we're everybody's happy, and uh, that's what we wanted because we want the, the the child to not experience any suffering. We want the child at the end of the day happy. Mm-hmm. So and and feeling that both parents care. But so yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, I can see that. I can see them working together. That would be a lovely thing if people would. It would. You know, and they, and always like promises. <laughs> but it, right. And then it's, but, but even if it doesn't work out like that, like you said, we still got the government backing it up. Right. Right. So if the person don't do what they say they're going to do, or they don't work with the person anymore, or they just try to go ghost. That's when all of a sudden Uncle Sam shows up at the job, <laughs> you know, hmm. or, you know, there's some garnishments or whatever. And, and, you know, then we go back to what was mandated. Right, yeah. correct. So, they, so that way, everybody's comfortable. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there, there we go. You're jumping off the off the key with some agreement there. There we okay. go. Well, what's our <laughs> <laughs> if you feel we can go to the the, the next one? Uh, what's our our next? So, how do you feel about um, if a parent, if both parents have fifty fifty custody, do you still think that the parent so it's so hard because 50-50 custody means so, you know, sometimes it's 50-50 custody and it is one parent has a child half the school year, the other parent has the other half, but that's only if they live in that same area where they can go to the same school. And then you, right. have, then you have it where parents will get the child on the weekends and then um, over the summertime and maybe the holidays. And that can be considered 50-50. So... Usually when it's 50-50, the half the school year, they don't really require the child support because you know for a fact that both parents, you know, are having a a room for the child, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, and doing what they need to do for the child. And if Right. But if it's usually the parent has the child for the summertime or um, the weekends, that parent is usually the one who is paying child support. Gotcha. So, I mean, if you add it all up, it is pretty much 50-50. The, the custodial parent usually has the child maybe a few days extra because, you know, it just falls like that because if you have the child all week, you know, it's longer. But um, a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I shouldn't have to pay child support because why should I have to pay child support if, um, you know, I still have the child this amount of time that's half it ain't completely half but it's almost half but i feel Mm -hmm. like you still got to pay child support because unless you have like if you if you're doing all that and you literally have a room for the child and you are feeding and clothing the child and doing everything too then i don't think 
there should necessarily be child support as long as both parents are doing equal as far as taking care of the child. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still kind of iffy only because daycare comes in. Mm. So daycare mm-hmm. would be the only thing where I would be like, ah, because if they were that parent um, during the school year and they need daycare as far as when they go to work or let's say the child is not even in school yet and they need daycare but then also if the parent is actually having the child during the summer then the summer you know they could say well I pay daycare during the summertime so it's such an iffy situation when I really think about it all and it's one of those things that I guess like you said, the onset of a family needs to sit down and discuss mm-hmm. and come to an agreement. Uh, that question has a lot of tentacles because you gave several different examples there too. It could be right. somebody that's, you know, uh, having the kid during the week and then the other parent has on the weekend. Well, if that's the case, uh, mm, I'm starting to think that the one during the week has a lot of expense yeah. more than the parent on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, if, if I just have the child two days and you got the child five days, the that could bring up a lot of stuff. Like you said, daycare or travel back and forth to school or whatever the expenses could be during the week that I just frankly don't have on the weekend. In addition to that, you're feeding the child five days out of the week. I got it. somehow the one that just has the weekend got the seem like the short end of the stick or, or I should say the least to pay than the one that's five days. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in that circumstance, there should be some extra kicked in. The, um, but, but my whole thing, my whole feeling with all of this is I like what you said about a, a parent, both parents having a room for the child mm-hmm. in their house, separate room. Um, and I'm going to add, both parents clothing the child. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there shouldn't be, other than the clothes that child had on when they came to the other parent's house, mm-hmm. that should be the only exchange. Like, they shouldn't have to come with a suitcase because right. that other parent should have a closet full of clothes for the kid, too. Right. So it should be, if we're talking equal, we're talking equal. So it shouldn't be, you've got a room, for, you got two bedroom apartment, you got a room for the kid. And, and you're buying all the clothes, and I'm over here, got him on the weekend, and he's sleeping on the couch, and, and don't have his own room. So I'm, I'm really not paying as much as you're paying, because I got him sleeping on the couch, and then, you know, I'm telling you to bring a suitcase full of stuff, because I don't have no clothes over here, because I don't buy him anything. Or, or, you know, I think, no, I think it should be, because what we're doing too many times, the bottom line, is we have these parents that's just trying to do the mental. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about your child. Right. Why are you trying to find a way to pay as little as possible? Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. So uh, for those out there that uh, are going through this and I feel like if it's your child all the way around it should be equal. The time right. spent, the money mm-hmm. spent, the everything. That child should see one parent as much as it see the other one and there should be money flowing throughout. Um, as much as possible, as much as agreed upon. The child should suffer in no way, be it time, money, any other thing. And so when we look at all those circumstances, 
I mean, I like the one where there's an equal, you know, I mean, there's no equal days of the week because it's seven. So we can't, you know, we can't divide, the, you know, you get three and a half for the kid and I get three. And, I mean, we're going to have to divide <laughs> it out somehow. Can't, uh, you know, we can't cut time in half. But however we divide it, no, no one party should try to do, do the least or pay the least. Uh, so I feel like if you're going to have the kids and like you said, equal time, then yeah, maybe we can we can uh, avoid the or, or or maybe there should be a a minimal amount of of child support because I have him or her just as much as you have him or her, and they've got their own bedroom and and they've got their own clothes with me, and they got the same thing with you. Mm-hmm. So there's no one party doing more than the other. But if you have them five days a week, and then I got them two days a week. There's something wrong with it because those five days a week that you got them, not only do you have more to do with feeding them all that, then you got to figure out how you're also going to work around a schedule where you got them five days a week. Well, I don't even have to worry about that. I got them on the weekend. I could be off, you know. Right. So it's, that's not equal. Mm-hmm. So, but I still think child support should be discussed in every scenario. So because still, even if there's equal equal. They could end up where one party's doing just a slight bit more than the other. Yeah. And then that should be, you know, some some equal footing so nobody feels like they're being slighted. Right. And I think that's what I'm trying to come across. You know, I want to be fair and I want to be neutral in the whole thing. But the reality is, <laughs> you know, it, it is just a really hectic situation when it comes to child support because nine times out of ten, it is mostly the women who get the who get the child and then there's always this stereotypical thing that comes along with it like oh she only wants child support because you know um she trying to get back at me because i'm with this girl now you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. um you know it's some kind of revenge plot she don't need the child support she just wants it and mm-hmm. um and it's crazy because I do notice that these these new generations that are coming up, I do see a lot of men stepping up and actually taking the child instead of the mother. Um, the roles are kind of reversing a bit. But I also see when the man gets the child, if he applies for child support, then there's a different, um, there's just a different attitude about it. Oh, that's right. You get that money from her because she would have got it from you, or, <laughs> or you know. Mm-hmm. So what if she can't afford it or not? You know, do what you do because that's what you know. They that's how they get us all the time. I'm like, well, why is it? You know, I don't understand the whole attitude behind it, and why is one different than the other? And then as women, I just feel like we don't support each other. You know what I'm saying? Right. When we talked earlier, and we were discussing how you know you have women out there who will be like. You know, you, you don't have to give her anything. You know, the mother or the sister or somebody will say, you know, you don't have to give her anything. She need to figure it out or she'll find a way or, mm. you know. Like like the woman was an earthworm and she created this child by herself. Right. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> or, or he may even have a spouse or a girlfriend who is mad that he's giving child support or doing something for the child. I don't understand why women are always battling each other. Mm, sad. It really is. I mean, the, those comments are, are really 
say, I would hate to think people actually think like that, but sadly they do. Mm-hmm. And so when you get a situation where you get women hating on women and, and women telling, like you say, if that's uh, the young man's mother telling him not to give this woman child support, that's, that's shameful because she was a mother. You know, uh, she should understand what it takes to raise a child. And, and I can imagine, like I said, we didn't have those type of circumstances, but I'm thinking back if my mom was alive and, and, and her son was in that circumstance, my mom's first word, I can tell you what it would be. I don't need to ask. She would be, you need to make sure that not only do you take care of that baby, but you take care of that woman. Mm. It don't matter that she's getting her nails. Who cares? Right. You need to make sure that that child sees you take care of his mama or her mama. Because guess what? Who are the first people they, that child is going to fall in love with? It's going to fall in love with his mother. Mm. It's going to fall in love with his father. Yeah. And if, and if a son see his father treating his mother poorly, he's going to resent that father. Mm-hmm. Or he may grow up like that father. Right. And then you get the same thing. First, you know, a, a young lady, she first fall in love with her dad. And she see her dad is some scumbag, not taking care of his responsibilities. That's going to have an effect on her with me and the rest of her life. So, you know, we got to be bigger than that. We got to think about the whole picture. Yes, you brought this child into the world. You need to care for this child. And you need to make sure that that child see you not only care for them, but care for the mama. And it just doesn't matter about all that. What is she doing with the money? And all of that stuff is just, to me, so ignorant. The bottom line is you give enough money to make sure that your child's taken care of. And if you see that that child's taken care of, when you see the kid and he's got on clothes and shoes and nice things and been, and he's not skinny, look malnutrition, he's been taken care of, then who are you to sit around and worry about what she do with any excess? Mm. I mean, it, I, I don't get it. I don't get, it takes my mind back, and I know I can get along with it. I'm not no, you to cry. Mm-hmm. But it takes my mind back to when I used to sell life and health insurance. And I would run into these gentlemen. And, you know, you start talking to them about life insurance. The first thing they say, uh-uh. And no, 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 sir, I'm not leaving her no whole bunch of money so she can be with some other man. And you know what my reply would be to that? Well, if you don't leave her anything, she's going to have to be with some other man. Uh-huh. <laughs> because she, what you're doing is setting your wife up for failure. So now you got, you got a wife and kids and all of that, and you leave them destitute. But what's going to happen? She's going to have to get with somebody. You know, because you didn't leave her with anything. Uh-huh. You know, that would just break it down. I mean, do you really want your wife you know, and I would look in the kitchen or whatever, look at her. I'm like, look at her. So you want her to have to prostitute herself? That's what we're talking about? Oh. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. That wasn't what I was, uh, that wasn't what I was, uh, no. But that's, that's, what, that's what you're saying without saying it. Right. By saying you're going to leave her destitute because you don't want her to have money that she's going to spend with somebody else. So you don't need to worry about somebody else. Mm-hmm. What you need to worry about is when, if something happens to me, then she is taken care of. And my kids are taken care of. That's all you need to worry about. My kids, I'm going to be, my legacy is going to be with my children. Mm-hmm. Daddy made sure we were cared for. I miss my daddy. I wish he was here. Yet he made sure that we didn't suffer for nothing. It shouldn't be, why daddy left us like this? Why are we, 
Well, we got to have this guy, this stepdaddy. We don't want like, you know, it shouldn't be like that because you made sure everybody was good. So in saying that now, if we're talking about the living, so everybody's alive in, in, our, in our scenario we're talking about today, mom and dad are both alive. Why are you sitting around worrying about, I'm not going to give her no, this or that because she's going to do this with it. Right. It, we definitely should. That's not your business. <laughs> We definitely should not have those issues if both parents are alive. Like, you mean, said, I, like you said, everybody should be doing everything they can to make sure this child has the best foot forward in everything they do. Financially, mentally, everything. Emotionally, both parents need to be involved. And, you know, it's just enough of that. We're starting to see too many broken households and we're definitely, definitely seeing too many children uh-huh. that aren't being provided for at all. We got these these uh, parents that's not paying child support, they're not doing anything, and the court's having to find them and chase them down. And yeah, all this type so of that's, thing. A, that's, just... a, that's another question I had. So how do you feel about um, consequences when a person doesn't pay child support? What do you think those consequences should be? Because as it stands right now, um, you know, it, it, it's different rules for different states, of course, but some states you'll go to jail if you don't pay, um, pay your child support after a certain amount of time. Some states have, um, they'll just take your income tax. And then some states have where um, they'll take your license. So do you think those are adequate or there's anything else that may, might or might not be, be able to be done? Mm-hmm. That's a deep subject. My thing with with putting someone in jail, and we're going to have a a show, an episode about the prison system one day soon. Okay. Uh, But I don't see, I can't pay you anything. If I'm in jail. jail (laughs) Yes. I mean, now the child's actually suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't see that as a solution. And that's 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 one of the um the things that they do. They actually will put them in jail. That was an issue I had too. Like, how does somebody pay if they're in jail? No, and and they and they're gonna lose whatever job they got. And then when they get out, what kind of job are they gonna get with the with the record now? There you go. Yeah. So I'm just gonna just come off the cuff and just X that one off the board. I don't see how that helps anybody. Yeah. That's not helping the child. It's not helping. And that's something they really need to change. They really need. Yeah. that's not helping anybody. That's not helping society. That's not that's not benefiting anyone because now that child is not only uh, going to need government assistance, but so is the parent that went to jail. Right. So they're not going to be able to get a, an adequate job. So mm-hmm. now we got two people on government assistance. So we locked them up because they didn't pay child support. Then we're going to support them, both of them now, with the child and the parent that went to jail. Now, now I think I think there should be some consequences. And am I, you know, uh, well-versed in all of them? I do uh, feel like the one with that you mentioned with the tax returns mm-hmm. or maybe even garnishment of wages. Right, they do that all. Um, huh? I think they should be, uh, there should be warrants put out. Like in some states, you can't put a warrant out for the individual. Let's just say they'll avoid in court or whatever. They won't come to court. You can't get them. They want this, that, and the other. You can put a warrant out 
Yeah, they say, did, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't say all the things, but you you are mentioning oh, okay. some things that yes, those things right. happen also. They put the warrant out, they can do, you know, things of that nature. Yes. You, you those are things that are included in that. I apologize. Oh no, you're fine. So so that's an option. I mean, then that way at least you get the person into the courtroom. Right. And then things can be discussed and worked out from there. Uh-huh. But uh putting them in a jail cell is not gonna do I mean we we, we put the warrant, we they they pretty much uh same day um when you go to down to the courthouse they're gonna set up a court date for you and they're gonna get your current address and all this other kind of stuff and then now we know where you're at you know and if you don't show up to court we're gonna send marshals basically we're sending people to come bring you to court we're not sending people to lock you up right we need we need you to pay and you can't pay anything sitting in somebody's cell so we we we're doing our part to bring you into court so we can get a dollar amount and get things rolling. Because we want, we want money, not sell life. Right. So, yeah, I think that's an alternative. And, and what's some more? What was another one that you mentioned? Another one. Um, oh, you mentioned the income and, they, and, and jail. They, and there was something else. Yeah, they take the income taxes, the jail. Oh, the license. The they license. the license. License. Okay. Hmm. Well, now you can't drive. How do you get to work? <laughs> Hmm. I need to think on that one. I'm gonna take an Uber every day. Now the Uber every day is gonna take money out of the child's mouth. Yes. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that one. Now, if we're in a state like New York or something like that where you've got public transportation, uh-huh. um, okay. But if you're in, I don't know, some rural area of South Carolina or somewhere. How in the world are you going to get to work with no license? You got to get your buddies to bring you to work or somebody drive you to work. I mean, right. I don't, I don't, I don't know don't how I feel on that one. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm usually never quiet on the subject. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that one, I don't, on one hand, I feel like that's good because, you know, then you, you, you get the person limited in what they can Mm-hmm. But then again, we're talking about people who are obedient to the law. Because mm-hmm. if you take some folks' license, they just drive just like they had one. Right. So what did you stop? Now they're going to get pulled over without a license. Then they're going to go to jail. You know, and, and now we're back in that same vicious cycle of putting somebody in jail and, and they can't pay. So mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, I think um, I'm more with trying to get them into court, trying to get a dollar amount done, trying to get them garnished, trying to get a, a income tax, whatever I can do to get money. Mm-hmm. I don't see how the others is going to, they, unless all those are a punishment. So they're not, they're not rehabilitating the person and they're not getting the money for the child. I mean, please uh, enlighten me. You, you're welcome to speak on those. I don't, I don't know how the other ones will help the kid. I mean, it doesn't really help the kid. You know, once you take the license away, you you stop the ability to go to work most of the time and do anything. But I think those are things. I don't know how, I don't know who they have making these rules and these decisions, but I think they need to have some kind of committee or something set up with actual parents, (laughs) you know, who are in these situations to come up with some solutions instead of the solutions that they have. Because I feel like, the people that are making these decisions, they either don't have kids 
or they're in situations where they don't have an issue with support. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, to understand the, the full circle of how they're not in the real world out right. here with everybody else because, and they may be, you know, like myself, in which I have never had that circumstance personally. And then I got a whole family of people who have never had that circumstance. Right. So, there, there do exist people where, you know, they just stay married. You know, I'm not telling everybody that that's what they ought to do. I'm just saying that's that's been my life experience mm-hmm. and the experience of those around me. So I would be, if I was a lawmaker, I would suck because I'd be <laughs> maybe doing the same thing that, that those people are doing because I'm not seeing it from the perspective of people that's actually in it and what they need. Mm-hmm. We need to come up with more refined ways of making sure that both parents pay. Yes. Um, and, and, and yes, I, I'm going to just come out and say this, mm-hmm. uh, men, I'm not your friend on those subjects. If those men of you that's out there, and I've spoken of you men before, who feel like you don't have to be a part of a child's life, uh, I'm not on your side because I want you to be there. I want you to be in their school. Mm-hmm. I mean, too many times you'll go to a PTA meeting and you think it's a women's movement. You don't see any men in it. Like, where are the men? You know, and, and there's too many occasions where men are not in the life, period, much less school. They're not doing anything with that child. Anything at- and they're not. Also, we got men who just refuse to pay anything. Forget about, well, I wonder what she's doing with the money. And I, No, they just refuse to pay anything. I want to give an example of, of a, a, a man that I met. Uh-huh. This man, and he told me, of course, uh, what happened. He didn't want to have a divorce at all. It wasn't his thing. Uh-huh. But his wife wanted it. She no longer wanted to be with him. So this is what he did. So when he got the paperwork, he went ahead. And now, of course, he's telling the story. And I have all reason to believe him because I've I've seen his family situation. But what he did was he went ahead, he, you know, he signed his divorce paperwork and then went ahead and did the child support part of it at the same time. Went ahead, told the magistrate, uh, put down on his paper how much he could pay, when he was going to start paying, and he looked at it where he paid a considerable amount more than what the state would require. So he just went ahead and paid what he could out of, it was the only child he had, and so he looked at his income and said, well, I'm not only going to pay what the state requires, I'm going to go, it was almost two times what the state requires, because I can afford it. So what he was doing was, he was looking out for his child that he never wanted to be separated from in the first place. So he loves the child, he wants a relationship with the child, he's begging for, you know, partial custody, in addition to that, He's saying, I'm, in addition to custody, it doesn't matter how many days I have her, she's still going to get this amount of money as well. Double the state requirements. Uh-huh. Why aren't all spouses like that? I, and I'm not going to just pick on, like I said, I, it's just too many of these men like that. Uh-huh. But now we've got women coming along. <laughs> that, uh-huh. that are, you know, where the men have the child, and then we've got these women coming along that are doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, I I do know of a situation where man, he's got the kids, and not one, he's got their kids 
plural, mm-hmm. and she's never contributed a penny. A penny. Not one day. Never. And he's never gone after the situation. I made it. He just moves forward. But so we've got the deadbeat dads. We got the deadbeat moms. It just happened to be more deadbeat dads. Right. Than it probably is deadbeat moms. And it's, it's more of these men that's too united in what they're doing. Like you were talking about earlier, where they come in, they even united with themselves. And then they come at home telling their mom and sisters the situation. The mom and sister side with them. Mm-hmm. No, we're not side with the deadbeats. Mm-hmm. Take care. If you took it on yourself to have unprotected sex with this woman, though, then take it upon yourself to make sure that you take care of the child. Because the right. child is the, the result of that relationship and should not suffer. I say that again. That's my feeling on the subject. I'm, I'm sorry, men, if y'all want to disconnect <laughs> the, the recording, you can. But, but if the ones that want to disconnect the recording, we're talking about you. Anyway. All right. Th- 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 those other men that's listening, they not those men. <laughs> right. You know, like my dad, he's going to listen to every dad. Wasn't that, my dad was the opposite of Tupac day. You know My dad was there. <laughs> yeah. So... And he gave tremendously to this till this day, you know. So, you know, he never get, took on the well. When my kid get eighteen, I'm done with him. Now his kid is a is got his own AARP card, and he's still taking care of it. He's still looking out. You know what I'm saying? So, I got that dad, you know. And we need more of those days, right? When you start having that to look up to, then there's a whole different, you know, the outcome is completely different because they think differently. They're going to start, they go by what they see in the house, you know, and yeah. that household is teaching them. Just like you said, I know someone who, you know, <laughs> um, when the two parents split up, the father went one way, the mother went another. Of course, she has the kids. And then he was, a, you know, when they first split up, it was great. He, he he would come get the kids every weekend. You know what I'm saying? If she needed him sometime during the week to pick the kids up, wasn't the issue. He did it. But he wasn't supporting, like, financially. She needed financial help. Right. He wouldn't give her anything financially. You know, it was just it was just weird. I was like, well, why? I don't understand, you know. And he did buy clothes and keep them at his house. But that's all he He bought clothes and toys and kept them at his house. And he was like, I'm not sending nothing home, but she would send clothes over there, wouldn't get them returned. It was just a mess. Strange. And then and then he would, she finally got to the point where she was like, you know what, I need help. You're not helping me financially with anything. And she filed child support. Well, when she filed child support, she didn't get no help mm-hmm. at all. He told her, if you get support. So you don't need me to watch the kids. You don't need me to spend any time with the kids. You don't need me to um do anything extra because you found support. So if they need a pair of shoes or if they need socks, take it out child support money. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like why would you do that? Like you understand she's paying rent, utilities, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we discussed the clothes, the shoes, everything, the car repair, all of that comes out of her check. It's not I'm, you know, I'm just taking this extra money to get my hair done when I need it done or my nails done because for some reason like you said earlier that seems to be the the case that they believe that that's what women do 
they don't actually need money because I've also heard men say, you know, well, you got to have your own, you got to have a roof over your head anyway. So regardless whether you have a child or not, you still had to pay rent. Yeah, but I didn't have to pay rent for two bedrooms or three bedrooms. It would only had been one. Right. Well, you had to pay gas to get around anyway. True. But if I'm taking the kids back and forth to school or daycare, that's extra gas money. That's extra toll on my car. Well, I mean, you had to buy food to eat anyway. Yeah, for one person, not three or two. Not understanding any of this at all. That's why I'm sitting up here quiet. I'm not understanding. And maybe I'm the unicorn. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, okay, let's go with that scenario that, okay, she's spending money on her hair and her nails. Guess what? I want my child to see their mother at their best. Mm-hmm. You think I want my child to see their mama with toe back and looking a wreck up from the neck up? I don't. Mm -hmm. I, I would want my daughter to see me taking care of her and her mother. That her mother, you know, and, and especially when these, unfortunately, we're talking about these men that if they're doing all that, they're not going to the PTA meetings and stuff. So she's got to go to school with the child and the child's other peers looking at the mama like, good God, you know, what is going on over here? You know what I'm saying? I want, I want my child to be proud of both parents. They, they, they look at it. My mama got her nails done, hair done, whatever. She's looking beautiful. And I, I want my, my son to look at his mama and, and go, wow, my mama's beautiful and taking care of, you know, who are these men that just want the woman to suffer? And she don't, she need to look like, you know, like, like, you know, nobody care about her. And at the same, then, and then this, this man that you're speaking of, all he's seeking to do, it sounds to me, is the minimum. Just right. and that goes back to our initial conversation. Mm -hmm. Why are you seeking the minimum when you should be doing the maximum you can do for your child and not worry about where the money's going? But do the maximum. That's where I say also where the parents come into play or the um <clears throat> the sisters and the mothers because it took for I think it was the, the woman's mother and his mother to sit down and talk and was like, Look. He needs to be doing more, you know what I'm saying, than what he's right. doing. And I know that's your child, but these grandchildren are both of theirs, you know. Thanks. So they had to come up with a solution, and she talked to the son, and he does a lot more than he used to, a lot more. Good. But Good. it took, you see, it took two other women to step in because if they were the women that were like, you know, oh, don't worry about her, her and she got it and she'll figure it out. He would have still been on that same path. Like, I ain't got to do nothing. Right. You know, and that's why I say, you know, women, if we stick together, a lot more get done. Because whether he really thought about it or not, he took in consideration what his mother was going to say and feel about what he was doing in that situation. Right. And that's what should be happening. Correct. But, I mean... Honestly, a grown man should think differently. But if he doesn't, then you're right. The mama, sister, whoever else got to step in and say, hey, you know, we don't support this. Mm -hmm. It's not what we, what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to do better. You got to be better. And, I mean, somebody needs to step up. Yeah, because people and, and, oh, you know, I'm grown. I don't need it. I don't, nobody influences me. But it's, you don't want people to look at you a certain way. No. You know? 
And I think a lot of men get away with it because other men are patting them on the back. Like, man, I wouldn't do it either. Or, you know, like I said, the, the other females around agreeing with him or saying this. But I think if more people held the parent accountable. Yes, that's the word. Right. It, it would just be a whole different situation out here. Exactly. And that's what we talk accountability. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saying that word because it, it, it was in our first podcast <laughs> being accountable being accountable you and me but but you know too many times it's just it's just sad what's going on mm -hmm. um but i guess we gotta bring it to our summation what it seems like we're saying is that need to be open and respectful communication between the parents correct they both got to address these concerns about the child support and the child's needs not just money mm -hmm. but time uh, things in school, there needs to be equal communication and, and everybody put on the same page. All right. And whatever is in that child's best interest, both parents need to work together to ensure that their financial support contributes to the child's overall well-being. Mm -hmm. and, as we, and as you said eloquently, their physical well-being, their emotional well-being, mm -hmm. their educational well-being. Yes. That's what both parents need to do. And that's regardless of if they were married 20 years, uh -huh. or it was a one-night stand, or whatever it is, at the end of the day, that's how both parents need to be so that that child grows up to be a respectable person themselves and get to see, uh, have examples exactly. of how to be when they grow up. Yes, and you, yes. you stated all of that perfectly. I appreciate it. I really do. And, I, you know, because... I feel passionate about it, and I, I feel so passionate because, uh, as as you uh, put it, it's it's you know we we have a lot of of parents out here doing the opposite, and I just wasn't raised that way, mm -hmm. and you're not that way, and <laughs> you're not going to you know sit back and let you know if you had a, a son or a grand a mm -hmm. child that mm -hmm. was a, you're not going to sit back and just let them be that way. Mm -hmm. So that's just. Uh, uh, that's how we both feel on the subject, man. I, I tell you, I, I'm so glad that we had this conversation. And hopefully, prayerfully, uh, it's one of those ones that uh, individuals, if they are going through this, and, and uh, maybe the individual maybe thought one way or the other, he or she may change their mind and think about it from the perspective of, I want what's best for my child. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about that, you know, the, if the other person is benefiting in some way or the other. I know we said that about 13 times, but the point is mm -hmm. focus on the kid. And if we make the kid the focus and the rest of it should just come easy. Definitely. But I'm just really glad that we had this conversation because when the topic was brought up, I really thought, I was like, well, this going to be a debate. And I was surprised. I was like, look at James on my side. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, James is going to always be on the side of the kid. James love yes. the kids. I'm gonna always be on their side. Yes, um, you know it's it's and, uh, it's, it's it's hard to get a man on this subject. You know, most men they just oh, I don't know, I don't know what the problem be. And it's sad. Yeah. You know, that's really sad because there shouldn't be a side. Mm-hmm. True. You know, I think about. I mean, we're parents. There ain't no right, no side. Mm -hmm. The side is the child. It's the child. So no, but but I, I can imagine, it, and I know you like to stay with your ear to the community. And I know that there's probably a lot of 
men you've run into who have the wrong thinking. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, they're sitting around here thinking about the stuff that we discussed. Right. But you're, you're never going to catch me even on a bad day thinking about things like that. I'm going to always be on the side of that child and what's best for the kid. And I want both parents involved every time yeah. because I have both parents. And I think they did, a, you know, an excellent job with, with, with their kids. Um, so if we, both parents are, are there, both parents are involved, that, that child can succeed. They've already got the foundation. Right. Just be, after, before we leave, before we close out, I just wanted to make sure that I thank you. I really do appreciate this conversation that we had. It meant a lot to, to, talk, to, me. talk, to talk to a man and get a man's perspective and for it to be the perspective that you gave. I really appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for saying that. You know, I'm yeah. just embarrassed. And I, I'm so happy that we're having these conversations ourselves because, you know, what we talk about, uh, sometimes you, you, you get on the phone and you talk to somebody and you hang up the phone and that be it. We get a chance to actually take it to the masses and just talk about it live. Right. And I'm glad that we're doing these things because hopefully, you know, we make a change. We make a difference. And I'm thankful to you for becoming a part of this whole live, laugh, talk, uh, I want to call it universe that we're creating and being a part of, of this and and so that there can be a perspective given by both because, you know, who wants to just hear my opinion all day long? I'm so happy <laughs> that they, they get to hear yours. And I, I like the thoughtfulness. I like your insight. I like everything. I like the way you bring it out. And, and I always tell you, you have a powerful, you have a voice of a leader. You know, you have, you know, we, we need more leaders. My dad and I have this conversation all the time. Like, okay, so Malcolm died, Martin died, you know, and then Jesse is ill now. And, and um, mm. where are the leaders? Yeah. Where are the people standing up? You know, for so many years, we were taken care of. We had somebody standing up for us. I'm so sorry I left that out. Al is now getting old. There's only so much he can do. Okay, so what's up? <laughs> Where's the leaders? Yeah. And and it's, I'm happy to hear a person like you, you know, writing multiple books, um, doing a podcast, putting the voice out there. You know that that's that's leadership. So we need more you too. <laughs> so that's a necessity. But we're gonna uh, let you. We know you've got a whole life. You've got. Uh, <laughs> So many things going on and a lot to juggle. But one I always say, as we always say, thank you so much and uh, so much love on this end toward that end. And I want you to continue to just be you and, and may this segment grow faster than any other. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and like we said, uh, I think it was the second episode with George Burns and Gracie. Say good night, Miko. Good night, Miko.